evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 325 of the Chamberlain Fans Podcast. My name is Chamberlain, and we have the complete compliment again this evening. Alex has returned from his planning-slash-drinking-slash-barbecue duties. Did you have fun? Uh, I had a hell of a lot of fun. Excellent. I, I, I quite like that description of, you know, the three of us gathered. Mm-hmm. A complete compliment. The a, mur- a murder of crows, a blessing of unicorns. I forget what it is for ravens, but it's also a very cu- cool word. A compliment of podcasters. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone likes a compliment. And actually yes. a podcasters. And actually a po- Actually. What was on the menu? What'd you cook? Did you cook? Did someone else cook? Um, we did uh, ranch, uh, ranch powdered chicken wings and burgers. Yeah, but did you cook them, or did yes. someone you know cook them? Yeah, we grilled them. them. Did you, okay. though? Were you on the, yes, the actual... Yes, half the okay. time. And then okay. I had to grab something from the mailbox, and he took over, and he's literally a professional at it, and it, God, it was amazing. It's always good to have one friend like that who you know you can just kind of... Mm-hmm. I would have just let him way. do the whole thing. Like, here, get to work. No tips. <laughs> well, but if it's no, no, his no. job, it's not really fair to make him do it. He had no, his pick of wings and about six Sierra Nevadas between the two of us. It's a good night. Good night. Yeah. Watch Multiverse of Madness. It is more fun buzzed. It would be, yes. If you're more prepared to laugh at it. It's the secret sauce of Marvel movies. They're a great three beers deep kind of movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, lately they are. They were once just good movies. It is kind of sad. Well, I I think one thing that really explains it is, did you see that... uh, that that bar the series of bar graphs is this is the amount of hours that was in phase yeah. one and this Ugh. is the amount of hours in phase two and it was like ten and ten and then twenty five and now forty so far in the current phase or something That's like that. It's exhausting. Or like a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just you might be diluting the water waters there, Disney. So how do you end this? This cannot go forever. What Marvel? Yes. Yes, it can. No. It's been it, going it, it, since it, it, the '80s in various well, forms. No, but but in this in this current this current oh. continuity here, you I mean, you just, do you kill everybody off and start with new people? I mean, no, you don't. No, no, no. To kill them off because it's unsuccessful would itself be an unsuccessful enterprise. Like you don't need to blow that money on that. You just need to not make that movie. But the thing is, the they will is make. Like, they will make that they, because it'll make money. Is there a point where they scale back? And I think is what you're trying to get to. Oh, either that or just just stop doing this. I mean, it's will they stop making money? Not as long as it's profitable. And well, that's the point. I mean, when will it no longer be profitable? Um, maybe it needs to get a lot worse. But <clears throat> we've also, you know, I think there's been a slipping of quality in general that people oh. have kind of just accepted. Like I rewatched No Time to Die, and the way everything, the way there is no subtext in that movie. And, it, and they all just explain the overt text to each other. Like, it's bad. It's kind of bad how insulting. a lot of the writing... And no, yeah, kind of insultingly the Marvel, bad. The Marvel movies are already losing markets because there have been at least a couple that were not released in China because, gasp, there are homosexual characters in these movies. Which Marvel? Oh, uh, Eternals, maybe? Uh, Blood and Thunder and Eternals. Oh, Blood really? and Thunder did not come out in China. Hmm. And Lightyear. Yeah, yeah, it's true, Lightyear, because there's oh god, a sing, a same sex kiss. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, it's it, it's it is not even like. I love the way it's apparently handled. I haven't seen Lightyear, but I love the way it's apparently handled. It's just like someone's going home. It's like, hi, hon. 
And that's it. <laughs> like, that's what people yeah. are upset about. But it acknowledges that, you know, people with alternative, and alternatives even the wrong word, that different lifestyles exist. Therefore, China's like, no, 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 no. Middle East, too, a lot of them just out showing. Yep, the Emirates. Mm-hmm. Well, I've Which been is the character a... in Blood and Thunder? Is it uh, uh, Valkyrie? Just, yeah, Valkyrie. Well, I mean, yeah. that's they've always said that she's bi, I think. But, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Right, I've heard I just, I... mixed to awful things about it. I've heard mixed to awful things as well. And I choose to uh, I choose to make up my own mind because there's a lot of people who didn't like Jojo Rabbit. And I thought Jojo Rabbit was fucking brilliant. Um, so I'll wait to see Taika Waititi, like literally Alex, name me something that you have seen from Taika Waititi that just sucked. Um, there's one or two episodes of what we do in the shadows. I'm not crazy about, but okay. First of all, nothing that hasn't been worth my time. What we do in the shadows is Jermaine Clement. Oh, good point. Jermaine Clement is the showrunner on that. Gotcha. Um, but, but yeah, like, uh, I don't think, yeah. Like, Taika Waititi hasn't done me wrong yet. So I'll, I'll go into Love and Thunder with an open mind, but man, right. those reviews did not instill confidence. Like, what like, about Christian Bale? Is it is a decent villain? That's Christian what everyone Bale? says. Yeah. But so, I don't know. That's good. He had a good villain, at least. Apparently he had, like, this war cry or something that was so terrifying, they decided... Like he wanted to, he wanted to film it because it was part of the character in the comic comics, and he thought he could do a great version of it, and he did, and it was so terrifying that they cut it from the movie because it was too much. Ah. So I would like to hear funny. it. I would like to see that. I really hope that's in the special. It like, sounds a lot like him yelling at somebody walking in front of him. <laughs> yeah. I think what is your job? So what is your job? <laughs> <laughs> Let us not forget that Christian Bale is an asshole professionally. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not to give him too much credit. <laughs> well, who among us is not an asshole? On occasion, most of us are, but he exactly. gets paid lots of money to, you know. Yeah. I know. It's just, when I'm an asshole, people aren't recording it. And I've had my days. Uh, we're recording it right now. Yeah, but I'm, how, often am I really, <laughs> how often am I really needlessly cruel to either of you? When I'm cruel to you guys, it's, it's for the content. It, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's for the yucks. It's purely for the yucks, and there's nothing malicious about it. Um, I applaud oh, that kind of thing. Anyway, I watched that new cartoon on Netflix, The Sea Beast. Okay. I haven't even heard of this thing. Hold on. Uh, it's, for, it's apparently from the showrunners of Moana and another really, really good one. Um, so that kind of got me interested in Moana it. Moana had showrunners? All films have producers. Yes, Alex. Okay, all producers. Okay. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's just yeah. okay. Um, like, there, there's a lot to it that's really good. Uh, the, the the facial animation of the characters, the performance of the actors, Carl Urban is the main guy. Immediately, I'm, you know, I'm in. He's having um, a good year. Yeah, but, um, but, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't like, it wasn't as good as Mitchell's versus Machines. It wasn't shocking how good this is. Okay. Yeah, I've thought about that, and yeah, I've thought about the things like the Furbies say, and like you know what? Yeah, this deserved to exist. I need, I need to watch that again. It's been <laughs> behold the Twilight of Man. Uh, that shit gets me. I'm Go. watching a trailer for this here, and it's it, it to me it feels like a lot of the current crop of animated movies have the same kind of generic look to them. Uh-oh. I don't know how to describe it. Like... You should oh. see the last movie this director made. It looks completely different. And includes a tease for this movie. 
just kind of plasticky. I don't know. Yeah, but it's also way, way better than what a mid-tier studio could have accomplished 10 years ago. Well, the tools have just gotten so much better. I hope so. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a new Bill Burr special out, Alex. Ooh. Bill Burr live at Red Rocks on Netflix. He tries to tread the middle ground on uh, on COVID and abortion. Okay. I know, I know. It's like he's trying to have his cake and eat it too politically. Like, it feels like he's trying to do it. Um, so I don't mind, but I guess I'm still so upset about the abortion issue that I, I can't. And I wasn't paying enough attention. I should have given it my full attention. Uh, but I, it did not uh, strike me as deeply as Paper Tiger did. I thought Paper Tiger was very strong. His previous special. Hmm. Has anyone uh, played any good video games this week? Uh, before we get to video games, uh, are we going to hear it for the boys? Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. Are we going to give the boys a chance? Let's give the boys a chance, but what boys are we discussing? The boys. Uh, have we, has everyone oh. finished the boys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm all I give up. it a B minus overall. Uh, B plus at least. B plus at least. I even don't just, know. Even just for that ending. Oh, my God. And it was okay. Oh kind of treaded water. Uh, when? I like, no, like, nobody died, I don't think. Oh, that. Um,. Like there was a lot of deaths. Well, okay, there was a lot of deaths of ancillary characters. Uh, okay, true. okay. I feel and, like, uh... and also he killed like two out of the seven. That's true. Homelander <laughs> killed. I guess Homelander kills Noir in this. I feel like I, that that was a little bit of a letdown, but uh, it was a surprise. Yeah, that Black Noir kind of comes to nothing. But the ultimate tragic moment of the season is when Homelander is at this, like, super, super, you know, MAGA rally. Yeah. And he introduces everyone to his son, who he has gotten on side, because Butcher being, you know, Butcher pushes was the child away dumb. early in the season. That was yeah, kind of uh, but but, it, but, you know, he was kind of doing it to keep the kid safe in his stupid Butcher way. And then Homelander lands next to the kid and just tells the kid everything the kid wants to hear. And now the kid likes Homelander. So the kid is next to Homelander at this rally. And some liberal asshole goes, fascist asshole! And, like, throws a can at Homelander and it hits the kid. And Homelander looks up and lasers the guy's head off. In front of everyone. Something he's been fantasizing about doing for years. And everyone, in, and it, there's a moment. And then this one asshole goes, yeah! And the entire oh, that fucking guy. And this, I know he's a, he was a meme this week. It was great. And uh, and this, and the kid looks up at Homelander and sees that you know he can really do whatever we want. And then the kid smiles too. And oh my god, what a moment! That's the secret to the end of a season of The Boys. Is like at the end of season three, yeah, you're gonna have your lightning fight with fascist chick, but the turn that hits the hardest is always the character turn in The Boys. They really, this show really gets it. Uh, Anthony Starr just kicks ass yes he's absolutely rocking it um i forget the name of the actress who plays ashley but i loved her this season mm -hmm. she was so fun to watch it's so tragic and sad it fuck like you it's almost a great show you almost sympathize with her she gets one good small good deed at the end of the season that almost redeems her but you're just like i want to feel bad for you but i kind of don't you're still What's a bootlicker the boy's name again uh Kimiko? Hmm? oh yeah she and yeah. her, oh no, I loved her and Frenchie this season. Yeah, the musical I numbers her. I thought worked. 
that was great, but just like, I don't know, her as a character felt, I don't know, she felt, I felt like I could see her better this season. Yeah, no, she had stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, and she, we got a lot of understanding what she was about and what she felt. So that was really cool, and uh, Carl Urban just keeps knocking out of the park as Butcher, Uh, Huey's whole arc is the point of his, you know, character, I love that. Uh, Yeah, it was a lot of fun, it was just a lot of fun. Starlight's power is still stupid. Mm, That uh, parking deck shootout. That was just a good time. That was fun, and I liked, and you know, Maeve versus Homelander was awesome. Eh, that was pretty uh, good. I like, I still like the character of Maeve, and I know Maeve is kind of. No, I like Maeve. Uh, yeah, Maeve I stand Maeve in the world. I feel like there's a lot of issues with the writing that the actors overcome most of the time. Give me an issue with the writing example, because nothing stuck out to me. Nothing mm. like really, really grated on me, like the writing in No Time to Die, for example. Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Nothing so offensive you can recall. Hmm. That said, if you, if you noted that you felt that way, I guess that's legitimate. But it didn't bother me, ever. And I like to think I'm quite sensitive to that shit. I have, like, whiskers for it. Uh, let me try. I've, th- I've seen the first two episodes of, uh, what's it, uh, Solar Opposites. No, I don't have it. I che- I haven't checked Disney Plus to see if the new season is up there, but I don't think it is. That's okay. Um, I started getting no. I I paid twenty five bucks for the new season of What We Do in the Shadows, though. Oh, that I'm sure that's gonna be worth it. Yeah, and the only the third season still hasn't come to Disney Plus, so I have no faith that it will. Uh, hang on, Solar Opposites. That's okay. Even if it's just more of the same, that's exactly what I want. Season one, season three. I know there's going to be... Season three! Yeah, I just yes. know there's going to be one great episode about tiny people. Oh, it's going to make it all worth it. Man, every, to, to me, though, every episode is worth it. Like, the tiny people episodes are fun, but I begrudge the tiny people episodes... I mean, I don't want to say the amount of seriousness, because they have the jokes. They totally have the jokes. But I tend not to have to watch them a second time to get them all, you know? Yeah. I kind of begrudge them taking me away from the alien family. It's it's nice to do something different. But... I I think that's one of Alfred oh, Molina's best performances of the last ten years. Oh jeez, is that oh. dude that was obsessed with Benihana? <laughs> <laughs> that was some funny shit. That's cool. Um, what else? Oh yeah, I have played a single player game, and what I, I've only I have was it not, not Elden Ring? It was. I not thought Elden you Ring. and EA were like this. You know, um, he's a yeah. 10, but only plays single-player games. <laughs> EA? What are we talking about? Is that EA who sent out that tweet? Yeah, but, but uh, well... I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, anyway. No, Elden Ring was multiplayer. Overwatch was multiplayer. Anyway. Yes. Um, but oh, good point. God of War. I'm playing God of War. Oh, how far uh, did you get? 2018. I'm still going. Um, oh. I'm, I'm, we got to the Temple of Tear, and then there was the fight, and then now the boy is sick, and I gotta go get the blades, and then you gotta fight through Helheim, and then you gotta go talk to the boy again, and there was some other uh, side stuff that the boy and I hadn't finished up, so we did that, and now we're going, no, actually now we just got the ruin from Tear's Temple, and we're ready to open up the door to uh, Land of the Giants. I always forget just how far into the game you have to get to get the blades back. It's a it's long way in there. Yeah. Yeah, like you're but the but the axe is fully upgraded and this is the point at which I most love the axe. Like I love there's a there's an ability on the axe where if you throw it, 
or if it's just not equipped, like you just put it away and you're fighting barehanded, you hold down the aim button and then you press heavy attack, and Kratos leaps forward, puts his hands up in the air, the axe slaps into his palms, and he brings it down in this massive smash. Like, you just have access to this ender at any point. Um, <laughs> it's so much fun. Uh, and just kind of reacquainting myself with just how triple A this fucking game is. Like, I still kind of have my complaints that I like Kratos moving through worlds more when the world reacts to how insane Kratos is and how ridiculous the character is. And there's no one in the world, really. Look, I popped into... he's a lot into... less ridiculous than he used to be. Yeah. He is. He is, but... But I don't know. I, I want Kratos to go to a village and have everyone go... <gasps> <laughs> like, but I nobody wanna... knows who he is. It, w- it was a really small cast. This guy walks through your village with that like six colored gold emblazoned axe on his back. Someone's going to mention it. Well, okay. Like, but... we, we live in a village. He is clearly, at the very least, a rich man. <laughs> these are people who are used to gods walking around still. Have you seen these gods? They don't have the style that Kratos has. Well, they're, no, his, but they're, they're actually gods, bigger than Kratos. Their is. gods look like homeless people compared to Kratos. <laughs> Kratos is pretty stylish. Mm-hmm. It's just because the Greeks had that. Well, the Valkyries have better armor. Yeah, but they're yeah, also well, monsters. That's yeah. yeah. No one likes fighting them. Nobody actually enjoyed those fights. Anybody who nope. was lying. Uh, uh, that's where they. That's where the game lost me. I, 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 think, I, I, I think I killed one. I, like, I killed like three, and then I was like, you know what? This was tedious as fuck. I, I met one, I lost, but it was kind of close. Like, I actually got her, like, half or something. So Ugh. I could I could clearly practice this and do it. So I turned it down to story difficulty, killed her, turned it back up, and walked out of the temple. And I don't think I'm going to do the rest, because I've looked at what you get from doing it, and I don't really need it's, that. It's shit. not worth it. You know what the last one does, right? The last Valkyrie? What's that? What? It has all the previous one's powers and uses them randomly. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you need to be able to fun. react to it. You know, Sunhi Legend, you know, needs his challenges, and I don't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> in, I'm enjoying just kind of walking through the game and seeing the, the visual presentation. Uh, the writing is actually... What's, okay, what's weird about the writing is when they're out and about in the world, it's fantastic, and in a cutscene, it's terrible. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. Well, they're just telling stories about the world, yeah. Yes, That's why it's fun. The storytelling time is yep. wonderful. All the time. Oh, man, Kratos that turtle... Kratos trying to tell his stories. It just the hot on top of that turtle. I fucking love that turtle. I know. Yeah. And there's so much to explore. The way the world just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah. you always want to go back to these places you've already been. Because I'm pretty sure there was one of those fucking doors that I kind of walked through now. Like, it's, it is it is kind of awesome. And so I kind of went back to it to ask myself, do I still want to play fucking God of War again in 2022? And the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bring on, it was good. bring on Ragnarok. I could totally do more of this in a couple months' time. That'll be great. That'll be a lot of fun. And let's oh, be yeah, honest. The reason I did that was because the DLC for uh, for Fractured But Whole was too hard. Oh, no. Hmm. Uh-huh. Gotta grind. At the end, you're, at the end of the um, the Summer Camp DLC... You're fighting an alien who has mind control, Doctor Timmy, and Doctor Timmy <laughs> is mind controlling you. So like everything on the battlefield is, is hidden. You don't know whose turn it is, and he gets like a turn every time you get a turn. It's fucking. That doesn't ridiculous. sound fun at all. No, yeah. it wasn't fun. At least so it was, was DLC. Yeah. So I was like, okay, moving on. I got my money's yeah. worth. What uh, What have you gentlemen been playing? Uh, uh so Vampire Survivors has an ending. Oh. What? And it has I an re- end boss now. Yeah, it does. 
so the whole point of the thing is you try to build a character that can survive like 6,000 enemies coming at you at once for 30 minutes. And when you get to 30 minute point one, death flies out and kills you in one hit. <laughs> and, you, and you can't do anything about it until you reach the very end of the game. And you go with some trippy shit. You kill death. You kill death some more and it becomes like a, almost like a traditional uh, like Castlevania end boss. Ooh. And it's... I don't know how to describe it. It's like a video poker more than it is Castlevania, but it is a fantastic uh, podcast delivery system. <laughs> and I've, have you guys heard about the podcast that Yardley Smith does? No. Yardley Smith. Uh, Lisa Davis. Simpson. No. What does she do? She It's this podcast where she's kind of like the Watson to, to um, small town like sex crime detectives, and they go under pseudonyms and change the names of people involved in like small time small town crimes called small town dicks and it is fantastic okay i've been listening to like six months backlogs that while just unlocking like weirder and weirder shit to throw at like waves of enemies it's really relaxing and i need relaxing because the world is not (laughs) relaxing not yet not yet well wait until fall and then look to california Oh boy, <laughs> Lake Mead is dry. Yeah, did you What's see dry? that? Did you see John Oliver's water table thing? I didn't want to. Oh man, that's terrifying. It is. California can afford desalinization plants when the time. Yeah, comes. no, they're building them. I think. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, a lot of them. I know San Diego has at least one. Yep, and it's fucking expensive, but they can afford it. So, uh, Chamberlain, what have you been enjoying? Uh, speaking of things that are too hard. Hmm. Um, I did finish Crash Bandicoot 4. And oh, yeah. I didn't even want on. to start that. It's, um, what I forgot to mention last week is that they, it, it looks like they tried really hard to get the animation of the characters, especially Crash down, but I kept looking at it going, wow, this is still terrible compared to Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. So Because it, it's that same design again, right? Yeah, it, it's still, I mean... Crash is just not a very emotive character. He's all mouth and eyes, and he can't really do anything. Um, I, I did get to the end of it. I didn't do... Like, there's so much just nonsense you can do to unlock things on there. It's not worth it. So I just... I did get to the end. The final area made me very angry because you had... As you play through each individual each, each individual world, there are different masks that come down and give you temporary special powers. Mm-hmm. Um, like you... Yeah, one of them gives you a spin move that lets you float. One of them slows down time. One of them reverses gravity. And you never have more than one at a time. They show up for a specific area for, you know, a specific puzzle, and then they go away, and it's yeah. fine. Well, there's one section in the last level where you need to bounce from mask to mask, and each one has a different power, and just, like, daisy chain them in a row. All five of them. Yeah. And it's so hard. <laughs> Um, I got it, but it wasn't a good time. And then I was like, you know what? It's time. I was going to go up my PlayStation Plus to the middle tier because I wanted to play a bad first-person shooter. I double-checked first, and Shadow Warrior 3 is now inexplicably gone. So I didn't do it. Even though we'll get to headlines later on today, which means it'll probably happen, because why not? Um, So I just started trolling through stuff on Xbox and picked up Kojin, Sword of Rewind. Okay, spell Kojin. C-O-G-E-N. 
And why did my phone just reboot for no reason? What the fuck? Ah, I hate that. Fuck. It's been doing that a lot lately. Like, like if I'm using it, it's fine, but if I leave it alone for too long, it just reboots. I don't oh, it's like they, they flip that switch to make you want to get an upgrade. Oh, God. It's, an, it's a Galaxy S20 Plus, and the S22 is out, and I want it, but the S22 is like $1,000. Um, oh, yeah, it's anime as fuck. It's anime. Capital so A anime. This, I'm just never in the mood for that these days. Yeah, I know. It's not everything. Um, so, Kojin's hook is that instead of health, you have time. And you hit the Y button and can roll back whatever just happened. Up to three seconds. If And after you roll back up to three seconds, your time bar is empty. And if you hit again while your time bar is empty, then you die. And you go back to the, last, the previous checkpoint. It recovers reasonably fast. So you can usually use that time bar to get around things. If you hit by a, a bullet you didn't see, fine. You rewind by about a second and you duck. Or you reflect it back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, it gives you Forza Horizon's rewind function in an action game. Which, which I'm is, fine Which with. is awesome. It is awesome. But... What they did was use this as an excuse to make it bullshit hard. So you play an action game normally, and your hitbox is at least a little bit smaller than your on-screen sprite is, which gives you that little bit of fudge factor, Um, especially in shmups. You've got your ship in there, and the actual hitbox is a tiny thing inside of there. So, you know, what you see and what you can use to dodge, there's there's some forgiveness in there. That's important for platformers, too. Yeah, yeah. In Kojin, your hitbox is your sprite. So your ponytail brushes something, you die. Ah. Yeah. Rewind time. Because it has this whole rewind function, it is not shy about throwing things at you from off screen. Bullets. Because you can rewind it. Yeah. It's got some specific platforming bits where the platforms are not there unless you rewind time for a while to kind of charge them. And then they stay there, but will run out if you don't get them, hit them fast enough. But by rewinding time to make the platforms there, you now have nothing left to use to dodge anything if you get hit. So it, it's, it, 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 it takes, I mean, the, the idea of being able to rewind an action game from a hit is awesome. It's a great idea. I think the other things have done in the past. This is not new. But instead of just making it a little more intense, they just decided to go insane with how hard parts of it are. I think I'm on one of the last looking, bosses looking now. at this action, this doesn't look like great super fun action to me either. Uh, it's it's not great. There's some other weird things with the combat. Like you, your standard ground hit is like whack, you know, you poke, poke, slam. So the three hit combo. And all of the damage is in the third hit. Like almost all of it. Meaning if you hit something twice and have to dodge, you did almost no damage to it. Same thing, your air attacks do very little damage. You have an upward slash with just very little damage. So you need that third hit of the standing combo to do any damage. And a lot of the bosses are, dodge all my shit until I get tired, and now you hit me for like a third of my life bar until I recover, and you do it all again three times. Wow, this this time bar actually charges up very slowly. Uh, it does. There are specific places where you can stand that charge it up faster. Usually those are somewhere near one of those weird platforming segments, but yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I think I'm going to skip this one. You can usually get by with rewinding in about a second to get around things, but it, it's it's got a good idea. It's just not implemented very well, and it, and it's, I don't know, it's also super anime and very cutesy, and... Are you still that can be exhausting. 
Um, I kind of want to see if I can finish it. I think I'm, you can. I'm, I've got to be right near the end. I stopped playing a lot of boss last night because I was like, oh, okay, fuck this, and just kind of walked away from it and oh, played something it, else. It's not a Soulsborne, so I have hope that you'll finish it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it it's, there's just not much else at all right now. Uh, um, next week there's Stray. I know, and, and I actually will be using Looks that as good. my excuse to update, up, uh, upgrade to the middle version of PlayStation Plus. Because it'll be about the same price. Because of when my PS Plus yeah, but rolls you over. Only, you only get to hang on to the game as long as it's, like, quote, on the service, right? Well, yeah, but as long as I play through it once, why do I care? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, oh, it's, what? It's the same as owning it for me. It doesn't matter. You see, for me... If I play a game and I really like, like, okay, let's say it's the exact same price. Let's say I pay, you know, twenty five bucks for Stray, or I pay twenty five bucks for PlayStation Elite. Mm. If next year Stray is now off PlayStation Elite, but I want to play it again, and I have to go spend another twenty five bucks, that is a, that's a shitty deal for me. It's yeah, yeah. It's this is not for someone who actually wants to own anything. This is literally a rental service, and stuff disappears. And are we okay with it? No, we're not. But what are we going to do about it? it? Well, it depends on how you consume games. I don't collect anything. Therefore, something like this, as just a constant smorgasbord of potentially mediocre games, is okay. There's like two-thirds of my Steam library I haven't played in literally five years. Yeah. But it brings you comfort knowing it's there? I, I guess. But if I'm being 100% honest, yeah. if like, uh, Enter yeah, the like, Gungeon disappeared forever, I might not notice. Yeah, I have a lot of physical games that I'm never going to play again. Here. If Far Cry 2 disappeared, I wouldn't care. Yeah, me either. But see, on the opposite side of that, I spent at least one day at work this week going through literally tubs of old PlayStation 2 games just oh, separating the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, I got to one day I got to do it. Anything, anything you, you know what um, I... Yeah. I found a complete copy of Clock Tower 3, which is about 130 oh, yeah. bucks. Ooh. And I found a loose copy of Silent Hill 2, just the disc. And just the disc is like eighty bucks. <laughs> really? Because I got Silent Hill too. On eBay? Um, yeah, eBay, or if you look at PriceTrading.com, it gets <clears> pretty good. <throat> damn, I had one of those. Mm-hmm. And these were just literally in dusty tubs of games. I'm pretty sure oh, no. it's still in there. Um, PS2 version, not the crappy Xbox version. The Xbox version. Mm, is you know when I stopped? I realized that the end was near. Was when I had there's like forty dollars worth of DLC for Destiny Two. I can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, because he bought it. Now it's gone. Yeah. 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 Well, apparently that's happened with some movies uh, that you bought off, or that I bought off, um, or people might may have purchased off uh, PlayStations. Remember how you really? could, you buy movies off PlayStation? Well, apparently certain movies from certain distributors are unavailable now in certain countries. That's it. That what? You just can't wow. buy them anymore, or you just can't watch them anymore, even if you purchase them. And they didn't give like a list of movies. Um, but I'm going to be so disappointed if I go on there and now I don't have like Godzilla versus Kong or whatever. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad I got the Guy Ritchie movies on there. I'm glad I got the, I got a bunch of good shit off PlayStation Network. I'd be sad if it went away. I got the entirety of Rick and Morty. On uh, PlayStation Network. Yeah, I got I got Primal first, the fir- uh, full first two kind of blocks of the Primal show. I fucking love that shit. They just um, updated. Or they just. Uh... Announced a uh, season two of that, didn't they? Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, I'm, that's another one I'm definitely going to buy at the Apple Store. Um, 
Oh yeah. Uh, Alex, you got any other games to mention? Um, having a blast with the samurai and Elden Ring. Really? Oh right, yeah. Back to it. Back to right. Elden Ring. Back to Elden Ring. Like man, you keep people at such a comfortable distance. You do a lot of damage, little swings. Like I, I, I hadn't even upgraded myself at all, and I killed one of those like uh, death knights. I don't know, like they have those like shrouded horses. You know what I'm talking about? Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one on the bridge, uh, just knights the, charge or whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, the yeah, knights no, I'm just, cavalry. Oof. Yeah, yeah I feel it's so like good riding a bike. Fuck, man, why'd you tell me that? <laughs> I just did it in the last two hours. Oh, but before that, we made it. Ah, oh, me and um, a couple of my uh, fiance's besties, we made uh, an amazing pot thai. Oh. I'm legitimately proud of us. Congratulations, sir! That is a high mountain to climb. I I, I thought so. The, apparently, the secret is decent uh, fish sauce. Oh, yeah, fish sauce is actually weirdly important. It's hard to find. You have to like order it. Really. Oh, at least where we're at in like rural North Carolina. Because here, like, you just go to the supermarket and go to the you know ethnic food section. Ethnic food sections in a lot of American general grocery stores are not great. Well, I mean, like, if I, I wanted there's really, stuff there, but it's kind of not good. <laughs> if I wanted really good balsamic, there is a certain store that I would go to. There you but, go. Okay. You know, I don't make that shit anymore. So you can find Valentino at <coughs> most gas stations, so we do have standards. <laughs> that shit's delicious. And about two, two or three weeks ago, I paid like fifty dollars Canadian for basically a second copy of a game I already own and early access to the Overwatch Two beta. Mm-hmm. Pretty pricey, really. Pretty, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, I'm loving the fuck out of that. Um, I'm really, really enjoying it, and I didn't kind of notice maybe how much I was enjoying it the first weekend because the first weekend was a long weekend here in Canada. So I had that Friday off, and so like Thursday night we do the podcast. Me and my brother can stay up till like fucking one in the morning playing Overwatch. It is fantastic. The next night my brother's up relatively early. We spend like six hours that day playing Overwatch. It is fantastic, and I just want to keep doing this to the point that last week I took Friday off. Yo. This, and this week I took today and tomorrow off because I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really, really enjoying this, and um, it's over in I think four days now. Mm, yep, eighteenth. Yep. So this is the last weekend I can kind of take advantage of it. But um, yeah, what would you say is the is there a major reason why you're enjoying it so much? Um, it could just be that it's a rule shakeup, but first of all, it makes it harder. The whole game is harder for pretty much everyone. Because supports. there's fewer compositions? Uh, no, there's there's kind of more, actually. Huh. Um, things things are kind of a lot more fluid now that you don't have two tanks. Um, there's less peel for every hero. So like, if someone's caught out alone, they're usually pretty much alone. And um, and people can get, get can ganked a lot more easily in Overwatch 2. You can get separated from your group and suffer for it a lot more easily in Overwatch 2. Um, supports are harder to kill in Overwatch 2. Uh, yet as a support, because you have less peel and there's not another tank there to help you, you feel more vulnerable in Overwatch 2, even though you are definitely more powerful by the numbers than you've ever been in any previous game. The supports are, are kind of ridiculously overpowered, I think. But <laughs> so are the tanks. Weirdly enough, DPS feel the squishiest of any character 
because I mean, if you shoot a DPS I feel like they should. and that DPS ducks around a corner, that DPS won't automatically start regenerating health like all the supports will. <laughs> um, DPS really are the most squishy. So it's and so it worries me that it, it'll be less accessible to people who might want to check it out. But for me, um, it took a while to get adjusted to it. Like one of the things I complained about last week was uh, field of view and what they did to it. Still no slider for that? No, still no slider for that. In Overwatch, the field of view is 80, so things appear relatively closer to you. In Overwatch 2, it is 103. So you have much wider peripheral vision. And at this point, I'm going to bring your attention to the second clip that I emailed you, titled Back Cap. Let me pull that back up again. And and this was uh, this was actually immediately after the podcast last week. I specifically remember it. And... Um, and it's just, it's just absolutely beautiful, and the clip shows why the field of view is important. As I approached the payload, just out of the corner of my vision, I could see that the Mercy had noticed me going there. Just right in the corner of this huge field of view, I saw that she was going to come, and that's what let me know that I need to be standing at this corner, because she's about to come around it and whack her in the chest with my ultimate. Um, that play could not have occurred without this wider field of view. So, go ahead. So I'm watching this now, and you're telling me I'm I'm, I'm watching Mercy here. Mm-hmm. All I see her do is turn like ninety degrees, mm-hmm. and that was her noticing you. Yes, that was her checking again. Like as I, as I walk out, you can see that she's looking at the payload to make sure that no one's on it, and then so I start walking up to the payload, and then just as I go around the corner, she turns her head and looks at me again. Yoink. Could you hear her coming? You're just waiting for the visual cue that she's coming uh, around the corner. Waiting for the visual cue, but you can't hear. I'm pretty sure you can hear it. Uh, on console, who's with her? Uh, her Anna. So I killed both supports with that. Same okay, way. yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it was a beautiful play. It got us the cap. It got us the point. Um, I've had so, some wonderful. Yeah, would you say um, Tracer's getting some love? No, not at all. Tracer's been oh, nerfed. No. It's Ugh. really, it's really hard. It's really hard because uh, again, they fucked with the field of view. They turned off aim assist. So you got to find it and turn it back on if you if you're a console <laughs> player. Yeah, uh, <laughs> console players. Um, and whereas I used to deal 240 damage with just hold down the trigger, 240 damage, reload. Hold down the trigger again, 240 damage, reload. Now that's 200 damage. Oh. And unlike Sombra, she didn't have her spread tightened or anything like that. It's just way less damage. It means that when a Torbjorn throws down his turret. I can't just one-clip it and melee it anymore. I don't deal enough damage to do that. Um, it's really made Tracer much more of a tickle-and-get-out character. She always was, but you really have to do that now. You really can't um, commit that much. So anytime you see in a video me go up and one-clip someone, know that it's a fucking act of God. Like, <laughs> it, is, it is a beautiful, rare thing to one-clip someone with Tracer because you have to do it literally perfectly or you're not going to kill anyone. Um <clears throat> That said, I'm still absolutely loving it. I got a legit 5K on Tracer yesterday. Uh, me and my brother had time for one game before the podcast today. I got a legit 5K on Zenyatta, and it was play the game. Fuck, it felt good. <laughs> it felt so good. And my uh, uh, there were two there were two other to note. Um, I won a game on Genji, and I never play Genji unless my brother tells me that someone on our team is complaining about the DPS. And so I'll switch off Tracer, because if you want my good DPS, it's Tracer. 
And if you want me to practice a character I'm not particularly good with, it's Genji. So <laughs> if you complain about the DPS, you'll get my Genji. And the the game the game hadn't even started. We were sitting in spawn, and the enemy Junker Queen comes up to me and nudges me and nudges me and goes, no, no, no. And I'm like, really? Well, then you get my Genji. My brother didn't even notice. Uh, me and the Junker Queen ended up tying tying for most limbs in the lobby. It was really nice. So wait, why are you stuff. changing because an opponent is telling you to not use that character? No, it's not an opponent. It was my Junker Queen. It was my ally. Why did she not want you to, to use racer or a tracer? I don't have the I don't have the the chat up. If they're telling me something in chat, I wouldn't know unless my brother decides to tell me. And he won't because he knows <laughs> if he does, if like our, our you know, someone on our team is complaining that the that the damage isn't doing enough damage, I'll switch to Genji, just as a fuck you. And I'll practice, and I'll, have, and I'll have a great time. And in this case, it worked out. We won. It was really nice. I actually pulled off some cool shit on Genji. Um, and we had one where this guy kept on swapping to counter me all game and ended ended with, I hate Tracer. And my brother <laughs> let me know about that one. So See, yeah, this is, this is why I can't stand team-based games. When your own team is bullying you on what you can do and what you can't do. Um, yeah, but How is that okay? I don't. Okay, well, they are invested in our losses and wins, and you know I am too. I'm trying to win 100. But they haven't seen your tracer yet. Yeah, but some people are just dicks. Well, well. And it's not like, it's not like. Um, this is true, of course. I don't know. It's not like he, this person, was typing awful shit in the chat that I could see. Maybe they were. I wouldn't know. I couldn't see it. All they were doing was emoting no, no, no. And well, what's the point? Um, people, you know how people on the fucking internet are. They're well, micro animals. Don't ask me yes. to explain these creatures. Well, but I just saying, gotta let it roll off your back point? sometimes. The why, point why is to hurt someone else. To... I don't allow them. Oh, you mean why do I switch? Yes. Well, because that is the one way that I'll protest. I'll still try, and I do try really hard. And when I try, we can succeed, just like we did this in this in this game. Hmm. Um. But I'm just doing it as like, oh, you think you know? Okay, well, I'll get off Tracer. Now I'm on Genji. We should have a good time now. <laughs> you know, like, I don't care. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to practice my Genji. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> and, and what do we do? Sometimes I can play the game doing that. That's fun. I'm having a good time, okay. and I'm not being mean to anyone. I don't think anyone's being mean to me. The worst I'll do is, like, wave to someone when I really style on them. Like that... <laughs> when you kill the Mercy and her Anna. Yes. There's a wave on that 100% one. 100% they get a wave for that. They walked right into that shit. <laughs> I always titled that one How to uh, How to uh, How to Lure a Mercy. God. Catfish the Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually having a ton of fun in Overwatch too. I put up a yeah. video last night just called Just Funny Stuff. Have you seen that? Now you've got you got four days. That's it. I mean, I'm getting some amazing clips on Tracer. Like, I'm really pulling some some cool shit off. <laughs> it'll uh, it'll go away just in time for you to uh, play Stray. I know. Yay. I, know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is Stray on Tuesday? Uh, I don't know. Stray, I mean... <clears throat> I'm sure Stray is going to be fine. Well... What's going to happen after Overwatch, the over, July 19th, so the next day? What's going to happen after the Overwatch 2 beta is my brother and I are going to go back to playing Overwatch. It's going to be awful. Um, kind of, In some ways, yeah. Like, uh, the games will be much slower paced again. But I'll be running around as a tracer who's been trained to kill people with 200 damage 
and a 103 field of view. <laughs> so mm, that's gonna that sounds like fun. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna walk walk back into Overwatch one like a boss and <laughs> just roll train <laughs> on folks. I think uh, apparent like people people on forums and my brother has reported that playing going from Overwatch two to Overwatch one, you kick the fuck out of people who are playing Overwatch one right now. So we'll see. Maybe everyone will be in the beta, and there'll be no one to bully when we go back, because we'll all have been through this ringer of Overwatch 2. Um, Stray is the 19th, so it is the day after yes. the beta ends. God, I'm so glad there's new, uh, there's new Solar Opposites. Thank you for bringing that up, Alex. I mean, there's just not a lot to do these days, unfortunately. Well, um, did we were we recording when we talked about Resident Evil on Netflix? No, we were not. My listener, okay, IGN says Resident Evil on Netflix, the new series, is a 9 out of 10. I don't know if that's hmm. true. Rotten Tomatoes is 58% fresh, which is not particularly fresh. AV Club gave it an F, I believe. My brother, my older brother, really quite likes it and is kind of addicted. Once he got to the end of the first episode, he was like, oh, I better watch the next one. See what happens here. And then they got to the end of the second episode, and by the time he was done last night, he was four episodes deep. Each of these episodes is an hour long. Um, So, I mean, if you want to just maybe lower your standards a little bit, Alex, and have some fun in a zombie world, there might be some fun out there for you. That might be. That's our C minus, not an F. Well, you know, I do love me some Lance Reddick a lot. Lance Reddick? Lance Reddick? Does that mean it's time for headlines? It might be time for headlines. Headlines. This week's tweet of the week is from Lacking Saint. Gordon Freeman woke up in a fascist dystopia and without a word instantly started booking it through the sewers with a crowbar to find the nearest government facility. (laughs) Uh, We are frogs in the water. That's... Uh It was after one of the guards threw a can on the ground and told him to pick it up. Pick it up. They're like, oh my god, motor skills, yay. <laughs> um, hashtag channel, oh wait, sorry, <clears throat> in entertainment news, BMW has a subscription service if you want oh, heated shit. seats in your car. It's $180 a year, and all the payment does is remove a software block inside the car. So, truth be told, um, a Tesla already does this with other things. So BMW did not start it. It's just a little more egregious with heated seats. Doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it okay, but BMW BMW didn't start it. Any chance we can get to shit on Elon Musk is warranted. So Tesla's already been doing this. Uh, Hashtag chance was right. Quinta Brunson of Abbott Elementary made history this week as the first black woman to be nominated for for Emmys for acting, writing, and outstanding comedy in the same year. Yeah, no, she's great. I can call it, man. I can call it. The city of Albuquerque, New Mexico, will erect bronze statues of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. I don't hey, know of what message that sends, really. Yeah, I was like, let's let, let, let's let's lionize a a drug dealer slash murderer and another no, drug dealer. Slash what murderer. it is is it's is it's taking advantage of the tourism. Uh, yeah, the, the the tourism and kind of the mental the mind share that Breaking Bad has on a culture. Like, I didn't watch Breaking Bad, but a lot of people did and loved it, Alex. I did, yes. I've been to Albuquerque. Granted, it was years ago. Mm-hmm. There's not much there. It's so not much there. Some really this. good food. Well, now One of the best burgers I've ever had in my life was in Taos. Now there will be this statue. And, you know, like, if that if that city where Rocky was filmed 
can have that stupid Philadelphia? statue. Yeah, Philadelphia can have the fucking Rocky statue. Albuquerque can absolutely have their Walter White statue. But at what stage in the in the show is it is it Walter White though? Is it? Does he have like? Is it just the tidy whiteies? Because that'd be hilarious. If it's the tidy whiteies from the first episode, that would, I'd be into that. I would be ideal. I think that's. I think that would be the ideal way to do it. I agree, but I feel like it's probably like the mean one with the hat from the older. Yeah, but if it's if it's that green apron and the tidy whiteies, I'll be impressed. A bunch of special effects workers this week trended a bit when they revealed that working for Marvel absolutely sucks ass and contributes to why all Marvel CG looks so shitty lately. Basically, they just keep changing what they want, and then with like two weeks to go before final, they change it again and expect it to be good. Um, quote, it took me over six months to recover from WandaVision's crunch. It was, it was not worth it. And people are just refusing to work with Marvel. So that's how this ends. Much like Amazon, they run out of workers. <laughs> I did read about that. Go ahead. Oh, that like Amazon is running out of people to hire. Oh yeah, that was like six months ago or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want, they can't be doing well. Um. Well, Bezos certainly is. That's all the. That well, he can't get his yacht out of that river anymore. He doesn't care. It's one yacht. <laughs> one mega yacht. Guys got we, can, we can shit on Bezos too. This that's yeah. okay as well. Yeah. That's fine. I'm fine shooting on a let, let, like Let the city claim that yacht, turn it into uh, a mall. <laughs> <laughs> turn it into a floating mall. No, and, no, and, like, no, no, destination no. Food spot. pantry. Come on. Turn it oh, into something. Oh, ah, like themed that. riverboat. No, oh, food pantry. I like that a lot. A yeah. oh, food pantry is a good message. Feed and, feed and how's the homeless on that yacht? That'd be good. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch the trailer for Day Shift on Netflix. Day Shift. Is that the uh, who's in that one? This is uh, Jamie Foxx Jamie vampire. Jamie Foxx. Sure. Jamie yeah, yeah, Foxx yeah, yeah. is a down on his luck vampire exterminator. Um, yeah, I'll watch that. I'll totally watch that. I love these. I love these B tier Netflix movies that come out in the summer. I love like you know the fucking. First of all, uh, Gunpowder Milkshake was a good time. I want to rewatch Kate. Um, those seventeen seventy six. What were the, what were those last year? Well, those horror ones. Yeah, that trilogy of horror movies last year was a lot of fun. The first Babysitter was a lot of fun. I'm looking for... What was it? Bright. Bright was a lot of fun. Uh, Powers was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to Day Shift. Absolutely. I love that whole milieu that Netflix does. The world does need Mm B-movies. And Jamie Foxx... Well, I haven't seen him in enough. I'll say that. He is doing a lot of B-movies. Why? I'll, That's, I'll take it. Paying the bills. Why not? Because he's an Oscar winner. Well, okay, so is Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nicolas Cage has a lot of B movies. Yes, and you know, you know, if you're if you're having fun, yeah, if you're having fun, maybe Jamie Vox bought something stupid oh. and expensive. Uh, <laughs> do you know who the guest on today's Hot Ones is? Oh, fucking Snoop Dogg is in this. Sorry, I'm watching the trailer. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's also in it. So that looks. <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya is on today's Hot Ones. I think. I'm pretty sure. And he is not in the next Black Panther, correct? Uh, yes. Well, yeah, didn't he betray and... I thought um, he left at the end of the last Black Panther. I don't remember, but uh, he's he's busy working... Apparently it was because of conflicts with Nope for Jordan Peele. And yeah, Daniel Kaluuya and Jordan Peele, please, give me your next film. I want to Yeah, I want to see Nope pretty bad. Yeah. yeah like, I kind of want to go to the theater to see Nope. Uh, but at the same time, um, uh, da, 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 da. what was the one with the family? What was it called? Us. Us. Yeah. yeah. Us. 
us kind of tempered my expectations. Like, I'm going to go into Nope expecting uh, an above-average Twilight Zone episode. And I'm going to have a good time. That's a healthy expectation. I'm sure it's going to be pretty damn good. Yeah. So Daniel Kui is this week's Hot Ones guest. Hyped for that, too. Going to have some good watching. Right. Once again, going back to this trailer, Snoop is looking more intimidating as he gets older. Yeah, it's he, The way he's graying, Yeah. he looks, like, cooler than he used to. Distinguished. Yeah. I hope he's a nice guy. He must be given how He's stoned all the time. Of course he's a nice guy. I'm stoned all the time, and I'm not... I'm fucking cranky as shit. Well, you don't have have Snoop's money either. That's true. That's true. If I had people... If I had my own blunt roller, I'd probably be a lot more relaxed. I just love walking through a random supermarket in, you know, eastern Tennessee and seeing Snoop Dogg's wine on the shelf. (laughs) I don't drink wine, but if I did, that man is I would try Snoop Dogg's wine. Living his best life. <clears throat> I, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I have zero problems with Snoop Dogg. In Overwatch news, emails are rolling out today to grant beta access to everyone who opted in. It will likely take many hours to completely go out. The beta ends on the eighteenth. Tank queues have been ten minutes for the entire beta. Oof. Oh. There's only one tank slot, and everyone wants to play jungle. Well, that makes sense. She's the new character. Yes. Um, a new balance patch patch for this beta completely messes with Moira. So she used to pull out this orb, and the orb was, I think, on like an 8-second or 6-second cooldown, right? And she could either fire a healing orb, and now her orb is on cooldown for so many seconds, or a damage orb, and now her orb is on cooldown for the same amount of seconds. Now, her healing orb is like a 12-second cooldown. It's like twice as long... <laughs> That's the original orb cooldown. But it's separate from the damage orb. So you can toss a healing orb and then turn around and do the damage orb. The damage orb does much less damage. It just kind of goes pop when it hits something. But once it pops, everything within a 3 meter radius deals 75% less damage for the next 4 seconds. Oh, whoa. Which means if a diva ults, for example... And pops out of her mech and is standing there emoting, waiting to blow away your entire team. And you hit her with this. You can be standing within five feet of that mech. Pretty close to it. And survive. <laughs> and it deals a thousand damage normally. Jesus. So um, it is very, very powerful. But in return for that, uh, her fade is on a longer cooldown. So she can heal herself less. Her orb, her healing orb heals less. It takes longer for her healing orb to come back. And when she does her damage thing that kind of like latches on and starts sucking the life from an enemy, instead of healing 24 health per second, she now heals 20. They've made her far less survivable in exchange for a very powerful utility. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. My, my brother absolutely hates it. Because when he gets hit with it, he's fucked for four seconds. I don't mind it. Because when I get hit for it, I have to rewind. <laughs> and that's it. And then I'm going to kill Lamoira. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Mercy's Guardian. Go ahead. Sounds very high risk reward. It sounds like if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, she's just dead. If it works, really, really good. But Moira, <sighs> I mean, yeah, this is going to make require Moira's to play a lot more conservatively than actually manage their cooldowns. Maybe that'll make her a more, quote, interesting character. But, like, this guy is a very interesting game, you know? <laughs> Depends how much you want to learn and how... Uh, I love you just pulled this guy out of nowhere. That's so funny. Just, like, what's the most needlessly complicated thing I could think of? Oh, yeah, and they've made, like, a dozen of those things, too. Yeah, so, yeah. 
Oh, there. Uh, Mercy's Guardian Angel has been reworked again. You really can't get nearly as high as you used to be able to get with the Guardian Angel. Uh, you a, a, a meter builds up as you fly through the air, so you have to be far away to really build meter, and then you spend that meter with a jump to go a certain distance. The more meter you have, the further you jump. And if you want to jump up, you have to swing your um, you have to swing your view straight up and look away from your entire teammates in the fight. Now on PC, just flicking your mouse up, that's not a problem. On consoles, it's a little harder. Um, mm. And the fact that you really don't get the same amount of lift that you used to uh, means it's not really worth it to try. Uh, so it really messes with things. But as a tracer, that means mercies are on the ground a lot more, and it's made things much easier for me. <laughs> uh, Blizzard's Diablo Immortal is making a million dollars per day. It's so gross. <clears throat> there, um, there is no hope. Oh, we God live damn it! In the darkest timeline. They just made it a casino, and it's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. This makes me very afraid for Diablo Four. It really does. It makes me afraid for the future of Overwatch. It's um, gaming in general. Now that they get to be casinos, now, hooray! Yeah. And this is not something that Microsoft will fix. No, no. this is if, very if, much a feature. A million dollars a day is a hundred percent a feature. Mm-hmm. A Naughty Dog employee says The Last of Us Part 1 is the first time in his 13-year career across various studios in which there was no crunch. Hmm. That's really nice. That's really nice. I'm still not going to play it. Yeah, I'm not, well, no, absolutely not. Got to be in the mood for it. But hmm. Yeah, I'm not really happy for it. Oh, no. Like, I don't think they showed any gameplay. It was just like, here's a trailer. It was of, the cutscenes. Yeah, it was just a bunch of cutscenes. So it's possible that I could get hyped for it prior to its launch, but at the moment, no, I'm not getting that. I saw, I saw a list of other games that are more deserving of remakes. You know what popped up? Mm-hmm. Uncharted. No. Remake the first, the first Uncharted one. game. Yes. No. Hmm. no. Yeah, 100%. No. The, it's more the, than 10 years old. The, yeah, but the design, unless, you, unless you're remaking the... Like, you're talking about like a design remake or just a... Or just a let's I want like an, a current-gen pretty. I mean, design-wise, So give it like a Demon's fine. Souls is what you're saying? Like, yes. It's the exact same yes. game, it's just prettier. I, dis- yes. I disagree. Uncharted is the first attempt of Naughty Dog post... I mean, they were successful, but you compare the gameplay of Uncharted 1 to any of the subsequent Uncharted's, and it's fucking terrible. Then, you compare then it to The Last two. of Us, then, it's fucking then, terrible. Then, yeah. then do two. Okay, two I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> two was very good. Oh, man, and there's just like a fourth of three that is just incredible. Oh, I just I just remember walking on the desert under that uh, star under all those stars. Fuck, mm-hmm. they had some great moments in three. Oh, the sinking uh, cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. The, like, the, why are you the... guys still shooting at me? We're all gonna die. <laughs> <clears throat> Hiding behind that like uh, that luxury car, sliding backwards on the sinking ship, and it explodes. Ah, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It. But didn't some of it's all really those boring. Games some of get a remaster. Yeah. PS4, I want to say. I don't, Not a re- I don't, well, I don't, was I don't it a remaster? Just a reissue. It was it's just a reissue. They, not, they didn't do much to them. I don't think. I no, they were so. prettied up for for the new gen. Okay. Uh, did I? PlayStation announced PlayStation Stars this week, a new loyalty program for PlayStation users. It is free to join. You get rewards just by completing campaigns, doing activities, getting trophies, etc. And those loyalty points can be redeemed for, for PSN wallet funds and other stuff launching later this year. Microsoft has been doing that exact same thing for five, six years. Are you a member of Microsoft's thingy? It's automatic. Okay, so you get just like money? 
too. Uh, I get points. I mean, it, it's part of. Uh, it's actually part of Game Pass. Okay. Where just by playing Game Pass games or playing different quests, you get points. You can redeem those points for all sorts of stuff, including Microsoft points. So, yes. And so, like, have you ever redeemed those points? Oh, uh, once or twice. Oh. I just let them sit there until I forget about them. And then I'm like, hey, I got 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I would totally sign up for this shit, basically. I'm not picking on it. I'm just saying it's it's Sony bring, coming, bringing parody with what Microsoft is offering, which they should do. Yeah, it's no, good. I like it. I might actually sign up for that shit. <clears throat> if you have PlayStation Plus Extra or premium level membership, you'll also get Stray, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Marvel's Avengers in July. I care about one of those. Yes. Because I haven't played it. So. I, I mean, sure. by all accounts, like the campaign alone was worth the, worth the time. Are we talking about Seven Remake? Uh, Marvel's Avengers. Really? Marvel's no. Avengers? No. That's no? the opposite no. of what I've heard. I think you're thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy, Alex. Oh well, that too. Like I thought, like the Kamala Khan stuff was pretty good. I well, I I, yes. I played through Marvel's Avengers. Apparently, and, some right. of the DLC was good. Is what I heard. Okay. Oh yeah, I never. Yeah, I, I played through it. And it was, yeah, it was alright. Yes. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, really playing too bad. playing through God of War after playing through third party AAAs for the current gen, it, Sony really had this shit buttoned down in terms of presentation. They, they really did. Like, I get why really it took progressed. five years. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we talking about God of War? Ragnarok? God of War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I imagine, actually, think about, thinking about it, um, I imagine God of War 2018 took five years. I don't know why I think that, but I feel that it did. Um, it's only been four. It, it has a great, it has a really interesting tone of like being like, a stern father but not a monster and like walking that line for the most well, part what redeems Kratos to me and it's it's so sad to watch him struggle trying to be a father through the lens of just the only way he knows how to be and the only ways that he knows how to communicate which he sees are harmful to the boy and he doesn't yeah. want he doesn't want to express himself in that way but there is no other way that he can and we see his remorse and his misery for that we see how um, how much um, guilt he feels over who he was and it completely redeems him as a character it's so shitty actually kind of that it makes everything he did in Greece okay to me <laughs> I want a flashback of Kratos and his wife. I want to see oh, yeah, him she has happy. To ex- she has to exist. Yeah, she's re- I, wa- I want oh. to see him happy with her. Like meaty cameo. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, okay. And play I want the again. game to begin that way. That's what I want. The act, And again, the actor who plays Freya kind of throws the tone of everything off for me. I really think she harms it. <laughs> She's not yeah. good. And it's really... They just have to find the right person to be Kratos' wife. It's really unfortunate to me that she is the only fucking female character in the entire 2018 God of War, except for the the dead specter of Kratos' wife, who you never meet and are only, only learn about via them talking about her. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucking hate that. <laughs> the only female character in God of War 2018 fucking sucks. The other one is dead. <laughs> Unless you count Athena, the one time Athena shows up. Oh yeah. Oh, she shows up with the with the blades. Well, when mm-hmm. you when you go to retrieve the blades, and then uh, and then as I'm going through Tyr's temple, I know that Tyr features in God of War Ragnarok. Like apparently, you go meet him. 
and you join up. He's a go, really tall guy. You yeah, rescue him. Yeah, and you go, yeah. and apparently he's going to help you go fight Odin or some shit. Who knows? Well, he, he's the one that says the line, are you a calm and reasonable person? That's Tyr. Oh, I thought that was uh, Thor. No, I'm pretty sure that's Tyr. Because that's because Tyr's the one you, rec- you, you rescue, and he like stands up, and he's like twice as tall as Kratos. Mm-hmm. I think it's Tyr. Yeah, it might be Thor. I was, yeah. I was. No, I think the I think Tyr's the one who says that line. I think. I, I was thinking, um, Tyr is both the god of war and the Athena of this pantheon. It seems, uh, listening to uh, to the head stories at least. Um, and on the one hand, you're told that people from all over the world came to Tyr's temple and gave him this shit. As you're checking out all the shit in Tyr's temple, and Kratos sees an urn with himself in Sparta. Like, as, like, the god of fucking blood, basically, <laughs> mm. butchering the world. Um, and I wondered if perhaps Tyr, because I think it was also suggested that Tyr traveled far and wide. So I wonder if Tyr was a friend of Athena's, and when he finds out what happened to Athena, Tyr's going to turn against you in Ragnarok. I forget. Did Kratos kill Athena? Yes. Of course he did. I don't remember. At the well, end of, of God of War 2. Was it two or three? It was two. It's right after she pulls you off Zeus, and then you stab her. Athena, no, no. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, I want to play that again. I know the opera. The opera of the first God of War trilogy was so beautiful to me. There was a lot of three I didn't like, but uh, I despise three. But the yeah, just the story of the first and the second one. The gods of Olympus have abandoned abandoned me. me. Now there is no hope. (laughs) TC Carson, you were gone too soon. He was. He's still alive, for the record. He's, he's, he's still just, there. He, he just, just didn't get the wasn't. part in the God of War 2018. Yeah, that's sad. Metal Gear for the MSX2 was first released in Japan 35 years ago yesterday. 35. It's older than me. <laughs> Metal Gear. But not by much. That's fine. There we go. <laughs> Bayonetta 3 launches October 28th for Switch. If it was not on Switch, I'd be excited. Yeah, but couldn't you gamefly that? No, no, I'll play it, but I would much sooner have a God or a Bayonetta three that actually looks good. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Like I would play it if it were on, you know, a real console, not mm-hmm. that little baby one. Uh, it will have a naive angel mode, which keeps her fully clothed at all times. Now I want to note: at no point is she, you know, full frontal naked. It's just implied, but you still wouldn't want to play that in front of mom. Yeah, I, I don't care about that, but it's just... Some people do. Bayonetta deserves a 4K60 showcase. No. And she's never going to... Not get after it. 2. 2 was not as good as 1. Okay, what, but what that's we, because 2 the, was on the Wii U. What we, the consumer, deserve is the next brawling game from... I want to say Shinji... It's either Kamiya or Mikami. Was that not Devil May Cry 5? That, that was Devil May Cry 5. That's the thing, and... I. To me, wasn't though, that boring as hell to anybody else? Agreed, and that's why I look to uh, Ninja Theory's DMC, which was a collaboration between the design sensibilities of Japan and the Loved style it. sensibilities of a Western studio. You and realize the three of us, the only people in the whole world who like the whole that game. world who love it. I game. don't think so. There's, there no, nobody liked that game. We are not, I don't understand. We are not. Uh, if there's one thing I know about the three of us is that we are not particularly really unique. Everyone I talked to hated that game. Yeah. I don't get it. But just like that one guy in the crowd that cheered when Homelander lasered that liberal. Oh, my God. Um, you know, once the cheer goes up, it's hard to, to listen to anyone else. But having played that game, I can tell you, 
It was more fun than. Uh, oh, absolutely! DMC, DMC was great. I thought those ring weapons were really cool, you guys. They were. I recreated I that, that funny that shit. Crazy I love that fucking uh, angel scythe thing again. Yes, it. it was great. It was fun. It was easy to do. It was. It was a wonderful game. It was problematic in how it treated its female characters, but let's not get into that now. Cuphead's delicious last course moved over one million units in its first week. That's seven million dollars. That's seven dollars a piece. Congratulations, so Studio MDMR. What was mm-hmm. the studio? MDM, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Lollipop Chainsaw remake will not update its story or aesthetics, says the producer, but will need to feature new music. Uh, oh, no. The reason the, the re-release is necessary is because they lost the license for the music, and I actually... Re- the music in that game was so good, I remember it. I had tracks from... I, had I just hope like, they keep Riot Rhythm. They can't. No. Maybe. Maybe they can't. But I, I remember the uh, the original track that was done... Uh, for one of the boss themes, like it was so fucking good, I put it on my phone just to listen yeah, to it as I was nice. driving around. Like it was fantastic. Uh, Nintendo of Japan recognizes same sex. You know, going back to Lollipop Chainsaw, I'm really pleased that they say they won't change the story. I'm kind of concerned that they won't change the script. If you fuckers change the hair on that script of James Gunn, and if Tara Strong is not back as Juliet, I will be sorry about it because. That script was 50% of what made that game great. Uh, Nintendo of Japan recognizes same-sex marriages and gives employees all the same benefits, despite Japanese law not recognizing it. This happened back in 2021, I think. Wow. That's super cool. It is super cool. Uh, GameStop has launched its NFT platform, striking while the iron is hot. (laughs) I think it made $40,000 its first day. Which, oddly enough, is pretty good for NFT things because the hey, NFT he didn't lose money. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, no. You're assuming that this costs less than forty thousand dollars to set up, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You saying they just blew through uh, hundreds, saying, if not thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of upon millions of dollars, probably sitting millions upon millions. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, it's what uh, they deserve. A new report says two thirds of Halo Infinite's campaign was cut, and development of the game was pretty nightmarish. They had. Forever to make that game. Yes, but apparently... still apparent, screwed it no, up. No, what it was was that this studio over here was making this game, that studio over there was making that game, a bunch of studio or groups were working on it, but they would be doing their thing and then told that, you know, now you're doing something else. And so whole swaths would just be abandoned and they had to start recreating the whole thing again. And it was just a fucking nightmare. And at the end of it, it was like, well, you guys literally have to get something out for the launch of the uh, Series X. You have to. There is nothing else. How are you going to ship this? Figure it out. Well, if we cut fucking everything, we can ship that. Great. Ship that. And that's how it went. Makes me think I'm a Gears of War guy, not a Halo guy. (laughs) That's... That's tragic. God, Alex, you got me thinking about Elden Ring again. Speaking of beautiful tragedy. Yeah. Um, and just, it is just, it. it's like riding a bike. I know exactly what to do and when to do it. I'm better at parrying than I remembered. The samurai armor is sick. But I'll just go get that big sword again. I already have it. You you must you must broaden your horizons and play. No, everything hey, else. Hey, look. The problem is everything else to me is less fun than those swords. Those swords Man, I was poo pooing like the melee build. This is fun. If I keep it middle distance. Uh, ugh. I'm kind of sad I deleted those. Uh, that Elden Ring video. 
So I would go back and watch that today. Vampire Survivors got its final boss at its early the early access game this week. Alex, I gave this game a solid eight. Oh, nice! It's kind of meditative, and like kind of weed in the gardens kind of way, but it's it's fun, it's fun to look at. It's kind of a puzzle. There's a puzzle element to it, but like if you have like a good podcast you want to listen to, it's a nice way to wind down before you go to bed. There's a uh, there was a Roger Ebert quote I saw this week. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> that I found very edifying, because this is how I've always reviewed games, I think. Uh, what What is this thing trying to accomplish, and how well does it pull it off? Metric of critical eval is such an effective and healthy rule to follow while consuming works and genres and styles outside of your wheelhouse. So when Alex says Vampire Survivors is an 8, and you look at it and you see those hideous fucking graphics, it can be an 8 if what it's trying to shoot for it hits. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you're shooting for a certain target and you hit it, even if that target might be considered lower than, you know, Horizon. It, it's four bucks for a reason. See, the one problem with that metric is that there does need to be an external bar for games. Because otherwise you could say if it, if it hits what it's aiming for, it's good. You could look at Eternal... Oh, not Eternal. Um, what was that terrible JRPG that I played that was absolutely awful? Well, it but it was Eternals. earnest in every way. It, um, I want to say... Oh, you've got to narrow it down. Lost, it's $3. Lost, Lost Odyssey? No, no. Lost Odyssey was fine. This was It was a current-gen game. Hold on. I'll find it. Uh, it was a terrible game, but you could tell that it was exactly what it was trying to be. But it was still bad. So there does need to be some... External no. yeah. measure for these things. Okay, but Edge of Eternity. It's a terrible RPG, but it's doing what's tried to do. So I don't know. You gotta be in a no man's sky kind of mood. Because okay, but if it if it hits what it's trying to do, but it does it terribly. Then it's terrible, and if it's a terrible experience, it's terrible. Um, but is 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 also what he's saying that you cannot use comparisons when assigning quality? Like you can't look at this and say, "Well, this is good, but this is better." I mean, Vampire Vampire Survivors is weird because I don't think there's anything quite like it. It's its own thing. It's it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I am partially just being contrary here for content. There are, but it is. <laughs> yeah, but there are. There are certain types of games that can be lumped together and compared to each other. It's fair yes. to compare this year's AAA, Ubisoft, Open World, whatever, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, whatever they're doing right now, to Red mm. Dead Redemption 2. To it is. Grand Theft Auto, to Horizon. Um, that's totally fair to do. It is fair to compare Resident Evil Village to um, um, uh, the Callisto Protocol. Uh-huh. And to say this, yes, it is. this one has better graphics. This one has better quest design. This one has better or worse um, combat. That's totally fair to do. I think. Um, what's not fair to do is to see a game that um, that can't reach those heights of presentation, um, but still manages to provide something uh, valuable and special, like um, okay. like you know, fucking Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild also deserves to be compared to those games, 
and deserves to be celebrated for how it hits this really weird target that no one has ever really shot for before. And it pulls it the fuck off. That's fucking amazing. That's, no, that's Breath why of the Wild was in no way unique. It was absolutely... Don't give the it amount, more... No, I'm not, I no, am. No, no. It's the, just it is, an open it is. world game. The amount just of interactivity with the world in ah. Breath of the Wild, uh, the no, way... The, you're, you're, no, you're I'm falling not. for the nintendo I'm not. Of it, I'm not. I hate the Nintendo-ness of things. I hate that I'm playing this on a Switch. <laughs> I fucking hate that aspect of it. I hate the Nintendo <laughs> bump. And it took me a long time to come around to Breath of the Wild, but the truth is, the amount of interactivity and detail in the world and how much the how much the physicality of the world and what's in it, like just this fucking, you know, you hit this tree and acorns fall off. You can use those acorns for something. There is no other fucking open world game in the world, maybe other than Skyrim, that even approaches that, and Nintendo, I'm afraid, does it better than Skyrim. Just in terms of well, being, that's a debate for being, another day. Being physically, Skyrim being or, physically or in that space game. and having the things in that space be meaningful to gameplay. Um, uh, yeah, no, Breath of the Wild does do it better than um, uh, Sky, Skyrim. I find it really hard to go back to Skyrim. I don't think yeah. I ever can. Yeah, and uh, I'm, that's why I'm confident saying that because if you go back to Skyrim, you'll find it kind of sucks. It, it kind of fucking sucks. It's really boring. Yeah, and and the gameplay is hard to play it's tedious to play compared tedious to that's, that's why you always play sneaky shooty in, in these games well, that's certainly why I do yeah well, that's, that's always just kind of been my RPG thing yeah I don't know why I don't know why I always want to be the, like I'm always the most ethical thief like I'll, I'll do it but then if there's an ethical choice at the end I will always do like the white version <laughs> yeah rip off the, the rich dude yeah and then give it to the poor folks mm-hmm <clears throat> Kojima Productions has threatened legal action after Hideo Kojima was falsely linked to the assassination of Shinzo Abe. I saw his picture show up a couple of times, that's, like that's mistakenly. Why? Well, I, I don't know how or why, but you know. I think it was a. Um, it was Japanese publications, I think. No, I think they were picking up Russian publications. I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know. I didn't look too deep into this because I know that Hideo Kojima probably didn't kill that guy. <laughs> yeah. He probably no. didn't kill that guy. Probably didn't. And the other thing that I think it's kind of obvious. <laughs> he that does know an awful on, lot about military history. That's true. He does. He is. He kind of does has fetishized guns. That is true. Um, Did Hideo Kojima kill... Sorry, I'm Googling something. Yeah, no, he didn't. He really didn't. <laughs> I know he did I'm confident he had absolutely nothing to do with it, and they deserve to be dragged in the court over this, because come on, guys. Agreed. Um, but also, anyone who knows Hideo Kojima wouldn't imagine that he would have done that. Um, and I don't even Like, I've never met the guy. I just know he wouldn't have done that. No, um, like, uh, a pacifist to the core. Um, the, uh, but it has kind of, you know, some folks in the States have decided to go, hey, look at this. You can still assassinate the leader of a country in a country that bans guns. And however, that's kind of not the point. I mean, there's he built it himself. There's kind it was of, literally a handmade shotgun. There's kind of obviously lesser security in Japan at events like this because you don't anticipate anyone's going to have a gun. Uh, <laughs> second, yeah, the guy like built this and it looks like it's kind of impressive the degree to which this guy's creation looked like video game weapons. It it looks like a Junkrat cosplay. Yes, it looks like it looks like a weapon from a Fallout game, and they had like an eight barrel one or a sixteen barrel one. And the point, the, the kind of point in terms of the gun control thing is, this guy had a two had two shots, and he had to get within one meter to use it. Oh yeah, this was. You cannot mass shooter with this, and this was the best one the guy had. 
And he made it so his the, whole life to build this thing. Yeah. The, the here it actually came from a tweet. Um, the killer who attacked Abe is Tetsuya Yamagami, a 41-year-old communist believer. Reads the claim shared in a simplified Chinese language post here on Facebook on July 9th. So it was a Chinese. Ooh. And there it had three pictures of Kojima. Kojima. One of them where him standing in front of a picture of Che Guevara. So, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so, okay, I get there's a little bit there, but yeah, it's... Actually, all three, like the third one has a carrying a tote with Che. Find me a picture of a middle-aged Japanese man standing with a, standing with a, a populist, or what is it, a liberal? Che Guevara, what, what uh, affinity was him? Was he... Uh, he was a terrorist, more Yeah. He was a freedom fighter. Yeah, yeah, but you know, a lot of wanton murder. Yeah. I didn't know about all the wanton murder. I've just seen the. Uh... Guevara's not. Yeah, that's kind of the point. You just kind of see the propaganda. God, it worked on me too. Well, it's not like I idolized the guy. I just heard of him. It's like those Andre yeah. the Giant pictures. Obey, I think it is. Where did those come from? Oh, oh, oh. Um, that dude that did the Obama uh, Hope. Poster. What's his face? Andre. Wait, Andre the Giant? Yeah, the yeah. yeah that it's was it's a very stylized the... obey. Yeah, Andre the Giant obey me. Andre the Giant has a posse. Is a street art campaign based on a design by Shepard Farley, created in 1989, was... while Shepard attended the Rhode Island School of Blah Blah Blah. That's the guy. I didn't even recognize that as Andre. That's yeah, some, someone someone like had that. to point it out to me. But now, once you see it and you see a picture of Andre, then yeah, it works. Like a magic eye thing. And kids today have no idea who Andre the Giant was. Fezzik from The Princess Bride, kids. Well, Fezzik from A lot the of people Bride. watch The Princess Bride. Yeah, but not Still. these days. Andre is... Yeah, well... <laughs> people know who Andre is. He was a nice dude. Or was. He was known to be a very nice fellow. But if he got on his bad side when he's wrestling, bad news. Really? Oh, yeah. Tell me a story. I don't 100%. know 100%. Okay, now, for so, the listener, uh, Chamberlain has long been a wrestling guy. Go on. Yeah, so Andre was not always WWF. He did a lot of, like, smaller circuits. And he and Hogan worked a lot together, and Hogan would tell stories, um, which means you need to take it with a little grain of salt, but these have been corroborated, that if Andre didn't like you for whatever reason, then the fact that he was a giant would come out in the ring. Um, so there's like Andre had a huge chop or hit you in the chest kind of like Big Show did when he was around and if he does it normally you know he kind of pulls it and doesn't hurt you uh, whereas do you know who Jake the Snake is? everyone knows who Jake the Snake uh, is you know, was arrested. I've definitely heard the name yeah so Andre didn't like Jake the Snake and would leave welts on Jake's chest because his hand was like the size of his chest just whack because he didn't like him so if you're on Andre's bad side he would just whoop your ass in the ring <laughs> because he could sounds because barely legal yeah. well because well it's wrestling in those days barely was legal um, because when he was younger and healthier he could just destroy anybody else that didn't last long he just he his body broke down very quickly well that's why you shouldn't get a big breed of oh I can't believe what I was about to say okay I think I think people who are taller than average tend to suffer from health problems like when you get um, like really up there, like Andre was. When he was doing Princess Bride, there's that scene where where he catches Buttercup. I apologize, I don't know the actress's name. Uh, Robin Wright but, Penn. But to do that, there's like all sorts of braces behind him because he couldn't carry anybody anymore. Oh. His back and knees were so shot, 
and she probably weighed like 130, 140 maybe. She's not a large person. He couldn't do it anymore. It's just his body was so broken down that he couldn't. This, he couldn't. this is why Chihuahuas apparently live forever. A Chihuahua will, be yes. like, will live like 20 years, yep. and a Great Dane is known as the heartbreaker breed because they last like four. Yeah, they grow so fast, and they just kind of die off. Yep. It's so sad. Yeah, and yet, whales live forever. Yeah. Whales don't get cancer. Yeah, I was seeing a thing about that the other day. Fuck, I don't remember what the science was on that. Uh, I think part of the science is, is that they do, but they're so big, and cancer can only grow so fast that it doesn't matter. Because oh, cancer hurts you by pushing on other things, right? Unless it's like a blood cancer. Mm. So, But imagine your brain is so huge that, yeah, you've got a grapefruit-sized tumor in there. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Just keep on so trucking. It's, yeah, it's no, not that no, they there, don't there, get there cancer. It's that it doesn't hurt them that else bad. about it. It was that the cancer grows and then it ends up killing off its own food supply. So the cancer cells die out. Something like mm, that. Makes sense, too, because there's, there's so much space to grow into. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. I forget what it was. Fuck, it was interesting. Whales are actually whales are actually really cool if you look into it. Just like, just uh, I've never regretted like reading that. more about octopi. Hmm. Oh, they're they're freaky, scary. Any cephalopods in general are really. really oh, maybe scary. they are freakishly intelligent. The evidence is compelling. Yeah, my brother uh, got me to watch a half an episode of a thing called The Secret Life of Pets on Netflix, which is very much about the weird intelligence that household animals will show if you invest that much time in teaching. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you have one of my dogs who is just dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah, but they're so affable. I, I don't know he, if we... Oh, yeah. He'd be dangerous if he wasn't good-natured, but he's just stupid. I don't know if, he's... if it was you guys who told me this, but um, what separates uh, domestic cats from wild is yeah. there is no wild cat that meows. That's, Interesting. That's something that domestic cats have learned to get what they want yeah, from and it's, humans. Yeah. Well, but it's also they've been looking at it, and the only reason your domestic cat doesn't kill you is because it's not big enough. <laughs> that makes that's sense. It. Well, if you were if if the domestic cat was larger, it would kill you. My um. And my phone just rebooted. Fuck's sake. Sorry. Sorry. Dude. <laughs> Distracted. Well, you know what? It's time. No, that sucks. It's time. It's just sitting. Yeah, it's literally sitting, staring at it, and it just rebooted for no reason. Anyway, time for replacements. I don't. I just had to replace my sons and my wife's, and I refused to buy myself a cheap phone. I always need to get galaxies because I'm. Because you're the man. An erudite. Because I'm an erudite fool. But. I like having a good phone. I like having a phone that reacts quickly, and you can skip from this to this to this, and it plays everything. Oh no! I I love it. I I love having a phone. I mean, this this thing has like an 8K screen on it. It takes amazing pictures. I see. I just need something that fits in my pocket. That's it. There's a part the Galaxy of me. is a little on the base. I don't care if it's I, I I don't care if it's nice or just kind of mid tier, but like I feel like I'm gonna be forced to get a phone that's too big. I managed to go without a cell phone up until I want to say six years ago, maybe seven. Yeah, it became kind of ridiculous after that. You kind of had yeah. It's good luck keeping time. a job. That's the thing. I have so much um, so much of our interactivity with the world is tied up with doing it through the cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yep. But man, I miss not needing one. I miss like just, no, I get it. You know, like looking in the newspaper for the information I needed about where I was going, and then setting out to get there, and then returning without ever needing to consult anything. You know, I used to be that guy. <laughs> I would check. I would check maps on my phone now. I would check times on my phone now. It, it it comes with a lot of confidence, but 
it's confidence that can be swept out from under you like a rug. When, like, you know, the Rogers Network goes down across all of Canada. Did you guys hear about that? No. No. There's basically two internet providers in Canada. There's Bell and there's Rogers. And, okay. um And for, like, basically an entire weekend, Rogers was just down. If you had a cell phone, you weren't doing it. If you have, if your business is using them for Interact, you got no Interact. Um, Jesus. Yes, like, uh, so people at home, they, you know, they had no TV, they had no phones, they had no nothing for a whole weekend. It really makes the case for this kind of access as a as a public utility as a as a necessary well no it's I don't like think... water in the modern times man no, no 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 i'm not saying you're wrong but do you really want the government running internet access um yeah because no. they don't no it doesn't like this yeah yeah i'm telling you like internet access prices it's how people run their businesses prices reliability was better before bell before um okay, manitoba but... telecom services was privatized the, the... The problem is, remember that everything the government does is done by the lowest bidder. That is true, but if you have government access as a baseline that everyone can get to for, I mean, I don't even want to say five bucks a month. Let's say it's free. Um, and then if you want, like, and then if but you then want the to compete in that government can decide what you can see. And then then the you... government literally can decide what you can see. No, I mean, yes, they yes. could. That's why you make fucking laws. To make sure that oh the yeah, and because laws mean so much. Remember where we're from? Um, in Canada, they do. They, okay, well they, they, they don't they do tend to. Like when a scandal they, happens they, in Canada, people in government lose their jobs. No, see, when scandals happen here, people run for like president again in four years. It's, it's a it's a fun cycle. Well, I mean, That's just about Americans over. value different things. Um, yeah, our guns and mm-hmm. seeing children killed. Guns and, and the and capacity to to sexually assault women and get away with it and become president. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Or on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Theocratic dystopia, folks. You're living in a theocratic dystopia. Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot to sink in. One thing I've hated about Twitter this week, you know, I don't even want to bring it up. Yet. I'm not going to. Yeah, we don't even need to talk about it. Yeah. At least Twitter's trying to sue Elon Musk. <laughs> well, hopefully they're just going to make him pay the billion dollars he said he would if he backed out. Because I don't think they actually want him to own the company. I hope not. I don't think they do either. Yeah. No, yeah, but, no. But, shake him down. But now that, he's, down. now that he's backing out, you do owe us that billion dollars. So pay up, buddy. Okay. You ran your mouth. That's fine. Again. <laughs> Problem is that he could pay out a billion dollars and it wouldn't hurt him that bad. Still, That's I want him to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you know, I hope, I hope uh, Twitter takes it and puts it into content moderation. That'd be fantastic. Wait a minute. <laughs> this, 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 this. Wait, is... Twitter bettering their service? Hold on, yeah, hold on. Imagine. <laughs> I think there's a lot of Next, you tell me Facebook's going to get Twitter better. That, uh, that should be corrected. Mm. <laughs> so, on the way out, okay. quick story. Mm. A couple weeks ago, I talked about having a little extra money saved up for things, and I was thinking about spending on an arcade stick. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And I spent that money. Was it on an arcade stick? No. Mm-hmm. I bought better magic cards. Oh, buddy, wow. you relapsed. So, so how much because did you I'm spend now on working, these magic because cards? I'm now, hmm? How much what? did you spend on these magic cards for the listener? Oh, just for me, on. for my edification? Just, just hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this $200 worth of magic cards? Oh, more than that, probably. Oh, because, no. Um... Because I'm not working part-time and I'm not in the store, I was able to go last week Friday and play. 
Okay. And so I threw together something for like 60 bucks and I got crushed because it's off meta. It wasn't that great. I knew, I knew it wasn't going to be good. I just kind of threw it together with some stuff I had. And again, I spent about 60 bucks on it. And then, so I'm sitting there eating lunch on Monday, trying to decide if I wanted to go back and play again tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't want to go there and just go on four. If I want to, if I'm going to go, I want to actually maybe win a game. And so now I'm going through and buying cards to win games, hopefully. But you have It's really going to annoy me if I spent $250 on cards and still go on four on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you didn't spend $300 on cards. Not yet. No, no. There's got, there has to be a stop point at some point. I'm like, you know what? We're not going to do this. Well, well, let's hear the hard cap. Let's just make a record of it. I don't... Um, well, right now, I'm not quite done with this deck because the place I... Think the store didn't have all the cards I needed. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I can finish out on Friday. That was at like one... We're going to put the cap at 200. Okay. I'm at, like, I'm, at like one, I'm at like 140 right now. And I'm short six cards. And you expect... The problem is two of the cards I actually did buy were $45 a piece. Yeah, I'd say, you know, I'd say don't put yourself a cap on this. Do what you need to do. But I would also say that keep in mind, like, um, every... I got to put a cap on it because I'm not making any money anymore. I'm working three days a week and I took a significant pay cut. Everyone who plays Overwatch, most people who play Overwatch know all the abilities and what they do. Um, but if those people, say, took a year off playing against other people, they're going to get their ass kicked for a while, even if they have all the abilities. So may- yeah, maybe take I, it with I a grain of salt and get your ass kicked again. I, I playing against people. I'm I'm just not as good at it because I, I started playing arena again and it's going fine there. But sitting across from somebody is so much different. That I need to, I need to get used to being in a room of fifty sweaty nerds again hmm. and not running the show because I was in that room, mm-hmm. but I was running the event. And that's a position of power. Whereas now I'm just a guy trying to find table twelve. Oh. And yeah, you don't have to make decisions yeah. again. I don't, but and now I have to decide what I'm actually going to play. So I'm going to go play tomorrow again. Hopefully I can pick up the last six cards I'm missing, and then we'll find out how I do. Oh. But that was that was literally, that was the arcade stick money. The arcade stick money is now gone. It was spent on fancy cardboard rectangles. No Virtua Fighter for me. Speaking, no, nope, sorry. Speaking of fighter games, did you see that uh, Virtua Fighter 6 has perfect win animations? No. Um, street, okay, <clears throat> on Kotaku, I think today, Street Fighter Six adds salt to the wound with perfect win animations. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where if you get a perfect, it has like a little dance. Well, they, they specifically, all they sh- they showed so far is one character, Luke, doing a dance. Yeah. Dance, apparently from TikTok. And I thought it looked pretty stupid. Oh, um, no. But it makes me wonder what, like, the more dignified fighters do. Like, what does, like, does Ryu just go, like, shrug and <laughs> turn around and walk away, or... Uh, and you know Chun Li, like I, I, I like to think that this will be an expression of personality, and that this guy's just kind of a dink. <laughs> and somehow Cherry Blossom. He is Blossoms kind of a dink. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. Somehow Cherry Blossom's involved. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Capcom's getting everything wrong by giving Cammy pants. So you know. I have no problem with pants on Cammy. <laughs> well, most normal people don't have problem with pants pants on Cammy. <laughs> Cammy should have. Cammy maybe should have been like. Wasn't there an outfit where she was, she was wearing the swimsuit but also a fur hat? Uh yeah. 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 Like Cammy's outfit has been ridiculous for decades. <laughs> oh, I know. And here's the thing: 
the 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 new art for her that's not even like official, kind of leaked. As her wearing pants, she's still wearing like a fucking halter top, but she has pants on. Yeah. Still looks great, but anyway. Oh. oh God, this is an expensive phone. Sorry. <laughs> All right, you go buy a phone. I'm gonna play Smoke the Watch. No, I'm not gonna buy a phone. I'm not. Gonna, I might buy a phone. You're gonna. gonna you're gonna need one. Kind of necessary. Well, uh, Otherwise, you're walking around naked. That is true. Like Cammy with no pants. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, thank you for being here. It was good to join you guys. Jan, thank you for talking. It's good to have you back. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. <laughs>